This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. Don't like your odds? Enjoy daily bet boosts on your favourite sports and make your best bet now at betvictor.com. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is that you're listening or watching watching. this latest episode of Turfcast Podcast. And as you can already hear, my very rude panellist, Simon Townley. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, thank you. How have you been? All good, mate, you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm sorry that I've had to drag you away from Call of Duty Warzone. That's all right. I'm really sorry. Don't worry about it. When we finish this, I'll be on there with you as well. I mean, I know after some recent performances, like I've said on the text messages, that's probably a bad thing these days. Other than that, I were absolute shambles, weren't I? Let's be honest. None of us have been great recently, let's be fair. uh, Maybe we're continuing the form of football into... Well, that's it. We've been watching Burnley play shite. And because of that, there you go. We can blame Sean Dyche. Yeah, we're just demoralised. Um, been up to much then, apart from the old Call of Duty? Nothing, mate. Nothing. nothing. Through, uh, bit of lockdown, sort of, part two, potentially happening. So I was just keeping my eye out on that. But other than that, nothing. Don't, I think nothing, as far as I'm aware, is happening at the minute, isn't it? Even in Liverpool, where it's tier three, I think salons are still allowed to open, aren't they? Yeah, they seem to be. I don't actually understand what tier three differs to what they were telling us last week anyway to do as a, as a nation. It's bullshit, isn't it? Let's let's be honest. It it's not a, it's not politics hour, but it's bullshit. There's so many uh, contradictions 
in the uh, instructions, so it's a little bit silly, uh, to say the least. Um, but just before we get started on this week's podcast, obviously I want to mention our good sponsors who've been very good to us over the last few months now, uh, Pitch Sports. Yeah, uh, give it a download. It's on the bottom of your screen now. Uh, give it a download. It's available on the App Store and the Google Play Store. I'm not sure it's in Ireland yet, though, Quilter, unfortunately. I'll uh, I'll keep giving a nudge. Hopefully they'll get it out on the, um, the Emerald Isle for you, but... Uh, um, so you can get involved with that. Uh, if you haven't already downloaded it, please do. It's sort of like a, a fan hub where fans of all clubs can get in there, chat about things, make predictions, make videos, make team selections, and then review games as well after it. Um, so please, please, please check that out. Um, I know I said this last week, but I'm going to say it again this week. It's probably going to be a brief one. It's probably going to be a brief podcast. said that last week. I did, didn't I? I said that's the point of that. That's why I said that. And then we got ranted. Yeah, yeah, and then and then and then it went to be an hour. I don't know what we talked about last week. I think it was just how shit we were against Newcastle, and that's what got us both animated, um, should I say. So we ended up ended up chatting for quite a while on that. But this week we hadn't lost a game. <laughs> Buzzing with that. We, we didn't lose. Get in there. Up the clarets. Um yeah, I forgot what that winning feeling is like, but now I forgot what that losing feeling is like as well. So I'm just mundane. I think it's fair to say I am just mundane. Um so this week we are gonna discuss things that have been happening in the world of football. And there's been quite a lot of big news this week, I think it's fair to say. Um, it's not, we're not normally this sort of podcast, though, where we discuss big things like this, but there's nothing else to discuss this week. It's either that or we don't do a podcast. Um, okay. And I know most people would rather us talk shit um, about stuff that's big, but probably out of our IQ. Um, that's being a bit harsh, to be fair. But uh, the project Big Picture... Um, I'm sure you've all seen it in the news. I'll just quickly get your um, first thoughts on it, Simon, uh, before I um, explain more about it. What were your thoughts on it when you saw the news this week that the top six clubs are essentially trying to run English football? Yeah, I think it's 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 horseshit. Uh, horseshit? Yeah. What the fuck's that off? Is that off somewhere? It's off film. What's it? Oh, it's uh, Step Brothers. Is it? Uh, I think so. I can't remember that. I really got that wrong. But it's, uh, yeah, it's bullshit. It's basically, it, it, it's evolving from the Super League that they were trying to create years ago to sort of like, oh, let, let's take advantage while clubs are in the shit and use it. Let's exactly. put a blanket over it and say, oh, we're giving EFL some money. But you know what I mean? And it, it is a blanket. Let's not be this, this uh, what is it called? Uh, put off by it and, and distracted is the word I'm looking for. So let's not be distracted by it because I think we spend a billion pounds in the transfer market this window, close to a billion if it wasn't a billion anyway. And from our knowledge, that's more than the top four European countries combined total spend. Now, why is there a need to create a superpower in that? Because it's all right saying let's create the top six and let's make them run this division because all you're trying to do is give these super clubs the power to run the, the whole Premier League and dictate to what happens not just in the Premier League but the AFL down because they'll have exactly, to worship exactly. they'll have to worship them because they're the ones funding them and exactly. it, it's bullshit because you cannot say that them top six clubs because look at Aston Villa they contributed a massive part of that billion pounds not just this transfer window last transfer window they're not they're not a super club they're not a thingy so that's almost saying like well you're not good enough to be in our team yeah, you know, the thing that annoyed me the most about this 
with the fact that it was uh, they invited three other clubs apart from the top six. Everton, I can see. Everton have been in the top flight of the English game yeah. for the entire English game. You know, I think they're the only club that's never been relegated. I might be wrong on that. And all the of Man United have bought, yeah, from the Premier League. So therefore, they've never been relegated. Um, and all Liverpool have, Man United have, Man City obviously have, Southampton have. I'm not sure an Arsenal and Chelsea probably have, but anyway, it's a different point. But the point I'm going to make is they also invited Southampton and West Ham into this little like, little group that they've got. I mean, who the fuck is Southampton? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm not I'm not one of them people to go like, slag off clubs and because I hate this oh, big club big club debate. It's, I, what what defines a big club? Is it the fact that they've got a shiny new stadium and get forty thousand people on every week? Or is it the fact that they've actually achieved something in the history? Southampton have never won the English League. We've won it twice. So why why are Southampton in that list, but Newcastle aren't? I know I, I know I know why. It's because they are the nine longest serving clubs. Mm. But why just extend it to the other three? Why not just have the big six? Everton might feel a bit aggrieved at that if that was the case. But it is what it is. You're not part of the big six at the minute. Um, West Ham again. Yes, they're a big club, but. It's, it's one of them. They've been in the championship in the not too. Did I remember me in the championship? Obviously, you do. I'm sure the majority of our listeners will. Burnley were playing them in the championship not that long ago. I remember going to Upton Park myself. But so that brings me on nicely to the bit where I'll sort of like just chat about uh, some of the things that um, Project Big Picture actually wants to do. So first of all, the Premier League will be reduced from 20 to 18 clubs. Um, now that obviously means less fixtures, and therefore English clubs can can be more competitive in the Champions League but then they'll probably just play more games in the Champions League in the long run anyway, because I think that's the whole point of this. They want to be um, sort of like playing in Europe more and against yeah. European, big, bigger European powers. Um, obviously, I don't want that to happen because one year that would mean that five teams are relegated or two years in a row, four teams were relegated or no, only one team was relegated, for example, but nobody was promoted and that's just daft. Imagine winning the Championship. Say, imagine that's one that Barnsley won the Championship. You know, that one year and they missed out on the chance of getting promoted, it'd just be a load of bollocks just to protect the top six. Um, the EFL and the community will be scrapped. I'm not too fussed about that. The community shields are glorified friendly, but big managers now hide behind it as a trophy when it suits yeah. their agenda. Um, EFL Cup, I won't want it scrapped, but I do think it needs changing. Um, maybe if you qualify for Europe, you're not in the, in the EFL Cup anymore. You can just sort of like not playing it, choose not to play in it, or you're automatically not playing it. Or just give it to the EFL. Just give it to the EFL. It's called the EFL Cup. Let just EFL teams play in it, and then they can. The winner of that can go into the new third, because there's that third European competition. I went there, where there's going to be the Champions League, Europa League, and something else. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. I don't know when it starts, but give that to the the, the, the football league teams, and the winner of that can play. In, in, sorry, the winner of that can play in this new third tier of Europe. Um, Something like that. I don't know. I'm just sort of like thinking out loud. Um, the one that's the most controversial and the one that leaves everybody sort of like saying no fucking chance is the next one. At the minute, every every club in the Premier League is entitled to one vote on anything. So any motion yeah. that has been passed in the Premier League, each club gets to vote on, on it. One club, yeah, one club represents one vote. And yeah. for something to be passed now, 14 teams have to agree on that vote. Um, yeah. So... Basically, if the pay-per-view thing, for example, which we'll get onto, 14 teams would have had to agree to that. In the end, 19 teams agreed to it, and Leicester City were the only team that didn't. Again, we'll get onto that. Um, so that's a perfect example. However, um, the current one-club, one-vote principle would be abolished. 
um, and what what they would do instead would power would be in only those nine clubs that have remained in the Premier League the longest, which at the minute is Arsenal, Chelsea, Everton, Liverpool, Manchester United, Man City, Southampton, Tottenham, and West Ham. Um, presumably, I've not looked too deep into this, um, but if one of them got, one of them got relegated, and you'd say for Southampton and West Ham, that's probably a distinct possibility. They'd obviously lose all all rights, and they wouldn't be in yeah. that nine anymore. It would just be ridiculous if they were. Um, and in the new 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 way of doing things, only six of them clubs, because um, only nine clubs get a vote on anything. So Burnley wouldn't even get a say in it. Neither would Leeds, who are a lot bigger than Southampton. Uh, neither would Aston Villa, who are bigger than a lot of clubs in there. Obviously, they'd won the European Cup. Not many clubs in there have. Obviously, a few have, but not all of them. Um, so that is the main one. So basically, if... Um, Burnley wanted, I think even new owners as well, like something as stupid as that. If if somebody like these new Americans wanted to buy Burnley, Man United and and the other and the other eight clubs could turn around and say no, no, but we don't like this guy because they're basically protecting themselves. They don't want another big order to come in like what happened with Man City and just sort of like be like, well, we're good now because we spent loads of money. It's just bullshit. It makes it um, zero that, sense. That's the main, that's the main one. The, it makes sense if you're one of them clubs and you want yeah. to protect your own assets, but it's yeah. just not. It's even even the world of business doesn't work like that. Never mind the world of sports. No, I mean, like you said, it's like being in power. It's like members of parliament all of a sudden have become. Of the, is that where the Premier League want to run it? Like we have the majority vote, so we get to. It's like they're trying to make their own little party within the Premier League, and uh, for me, it, it will not work. It will. Just met the gap even bigger, and the proof course, that they want to make the the proof that they want to make that gap bigger, and that's in their interest, is the fact that they want to have a playoff to get into the Premier League. Yeah. So you, you will play. I can't remember the positions now, but say seventeenth would have to play the second. Or I third. think I think I think we're eighteenth. I think two teams are automatically relegated from the Premier League. Yeah. And there is a four-team playoff from the championship so three yeah. teams from the championship so presumably the top two will go up automatically yeah and then third fourth and fifth will be involved in a playoff competition so the same as it is now i presume uh, again i've not looked into this bit too much i are only looking at the main points um would then play in a tournament with whoever finished 17 so if you finish 17th you can still stay up if you win that playoff i i understand it works i've seen it it works in scotland if i if i remember rightly i think it I think it's in their first, second, and third division. No, definitely in the Premier League as well. They, they, they do have a playoff for the second relegated team. I think they uh, do. But, I think but it, it does obviously work. But for me, it's just proving their invested interest is in distancing themselves as much as possible. They, that's to me saying that they are quite happy with the Premier League structure as it is. But let's get rid of a couple of teams that we're not interested in. Probably we're on that list. And then. Let's keep it in that shuffle. Let's keep that pack as it is. And the reason why I keep that pack as it is is because the, all this fucking voting system that they're trying to implement is in their favour. And we're all probably saying, yeah, yeah, no worries. Whatever keeps you lot happy. They don't want other teams yeah, to come up and start making loads of noise. It's like that um, overseas overseas TV broadcasting rights. I think um, the big six clubs were pushing um, earlier last year earlier in the in 2020 or 2019 it couldn't be 2018 but recently they were sort of like pushing for the top six clubs to get the most money out of all of that and the rest of the clubs to not get as much whereas at the minute 
or, or is it the the other one, the English one? I can't remember. But at the minute, it's it's split evenly across all the clubs. Whereas the big six clubs are getting pissed off because they were saying, "Look, we're the biggest clubs in this league, so we should be getting more out of this." Rather, mm. Manchester United should be earning more than Burnley out of this, for example. Um, and but I obviously, because that. it's well, because it's a fourteen club majority at the minute, it will vote down because most clubs are like, well, obviously we want eight, 80 million quid out of this instead of 10. You know what I mean? Where Man United are saying, well, we want 160. But as it is, you already make more money than, than Burnley on everything anyway. If you, if you sell them, you probably sell like 10 million shirts across the world exactly. every year, whereas we, we'll probably sell 10. You know what I mean? So they already make enough money. You've nailed it there. Exactly. That's exactly what I would have said. You go franchise and you're, look at the way Man City, they've built themselves into a brand from the absolutely nothing in our lifetime. You know yeah. what I mean? There was in Division 2, granted they've had history, I'm not talking about history, I'm talking about where they were in our lifetime to where they are now has been built by the right people being employed in the right places. And this is what, they're trying to cut all that shit out and basically saying, I know what they're doing, because it's like a salesman going around for a company and bringing all this money because they're seeing themselves as a salesman of the Premier League. And then we're just the people that work in the factory creating the goods that they're selling. That's all it is to them. And fair enough, but they just it, it will implode. It one hundred percent will implode, and this super league will become the new thing. You know what? I'm gonna. There's two things that I'm gonna say. Are con- probably not that controversial. This one. I think the other one might be a bit controversial. Um, I would rather them fuck off, form their own super league, and just leave us to it. Man United, Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool. Uh, who else is there? Man City. <laughs> No, Southampton, Tottenham, <laughs> West Ham, Everton, they can all stay because they're, they're, they're not like massive European names, are they? But Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool, they, why, why, why don't they all just sit there? Why don't they all just go and form this big European league with your Real Madrid, your Barca's, your Inter's, your AC's, all them, Benfica's, whatever, your German teams, Bayern Munich? That'd be class to watch. Don't get me wrong. It'd be nah, like a, it. it'd be like a European MLS. So, but, but think, I'm not saying I want it, but I'd rather mm. them do that than do what they want to do to the Premier League. I'd rather them do that than ruin the Premier League. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, I wouldn't like it if they did it, but I'd rather them do that. Have their own little league where they just play against each other, and it's just like a big MLS league, but across Europe. But and the Premier League remains as it is, but without them. Admittedly, the Premier League would obviously lose revenue because of some of the biggest names in the Premier League aren't playing in it anymore. But yeah. I think the Premier League will become more competitive and yeah. uh, probably similar to the Championship, similar style to the Championship. But you, it's one of them, like, you can't really get promoted into this European League. I'd rather them... I don't want them to do that, but I'd rather them do that than ruin the Premier League, which is what they're trying to do. Again, I think it would be the worst because... all. all all you're doing is sort of giving them their pedestal and they can never come down from it. And like creating a Super League, is, it, it sounds glamorous and it sounds amazing, but for clubs like us, we will never reach that and we will never compete against these teams and we'll never get to play them unless we get drawn in a fucking cup against them. Yeah, but it's uh, one of them though. If they're trying to do this to the league, they're making the English League like that. If you get relegated out of that English League, out of that top flight, they're making it harder and harder to, to get back in it, get essentially, in, with yeah. the playoffs. And and now they have and and then as soon as they have this voting right, this this six club majority of nine, which let's face it, Man United and Liverpool and Arsenal, Chelsea and City and, and Tottenham, they're always going to agree on everything anyway, like they probably already do. So as soon as they want to change something, they could just vote. So they could just turn around and say two club playoffs, only one team comes up, then two of them playoffs. So the next thing you know, they could even just vote to abolish relegation altogether. 
it's dangerous what they're trying to do. It is, I wrote it down, a good a good saying, a concentration of power. That's essentially what they're trying to do. They just want these clubs to be the centre of, as you said it earlier, not just the Premier League, the entire English game. Because if you control the Premier League, you're controlling the English game. Of course you are. It's, it's the biggest league in the country and the biggest league in the world. Um. So I just I think it's dangerous. Is is basically my point. It's dangerous, and the, all of it, as as stupid as it is, there are some good 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 things in it, like the the community shield being scrapped. The EFL needs a change. I don't want it scrapped. The helping out the EFL clubs is good, but what they're doing is they're disguising the fact that this they're helping the EFL clubs as a charity, when all they want to do is just it's a blanket. Exactly, it's exactly what it is. And they already give £150 million at the beginning of lockdown to EFL clubs. It never got in the reports, but I, but we, it, it's out there. If you go and look for it, it, it didn't mainstream media is what I'm trying to say, sorry. But it is out there. If you had to go and look, £150 million was given to the EFL. So they already do this. They're just trying to glorify it and glamorise it by saying that we will, oh yeah, we'll guarantee we'll give you this money. They already do that. They just don't tell you. Yeah, it's... Um... It's, it's 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 that for me. It's the it's 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 the fact that these six clubs will be able to control everything that happens. I think I so saw, like I said, if if Newcastle wanted a new owner, which they currently do, but if they wanted a new owner during this, when this had been brought in, if it was brought in, these clubs would just turn around and say, "No, we don't, we don't want you to do that," and they could stop it. And that's just bullshit. The fact that Man United, they're just protecting the fact that the. I, th I think I think you hit the nail on the head as well when you mentioned City. How they built themselves up into this brand and how they become part of this elite club. Yeah, I think they're a bit pissed off with that, especially probably Manchester United because now they're fighting fifty-fifty in like sort of like one city. Um, whereas before it were all about them. Whereas now, like say, City built themselves up to this brand. So now I think what they want is they don't want another club to be able to do that. They don't want another club to be able to build themselves up into this this big brand like Man City have done and basically take away a piece of their pie because that's what City have done. They've taken, there's only so much to go around and they always, even if the pie gets bigger, there's only so much of that particular pie to go around. And it's, no matter how big that pie gets, no matter how long you leave it in the oven, no matter how much self-raising flour you put in it, there's still only so much that can go around at that particular point. And Man United and Liverpool and the rest of them just want to make sure that they get their hands on that pie. 100%. And I might go against the grain in saying this, but it's all, you only need to look at Bury and Macclesfield to see that their interest is not in the English Football League. Because if it was, they would have supported them. Do I think they need the support? Do I think they should have support? Absolutely not. Because... It is a businessly run thing, and that would then make other clubs run their business poorly, knowing they would get bought out and funded. Um, it'd become a gamble. Clubs could gamble and say, "Tell you what, we'll put ten million in, even though we ain't got it, because we know we'll get bought out if it if it all goes tits up anywhere, paid up." So I don't, I don't agree they should. But if their interests were in English football, they would have helped them clubs out. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, they just dislike to say it's a blanket. They're disguising a bit of charity. It's not charity because they're paying 250 million quid to get what they want. They're paying 250 yeah, million quid to be in charge of the game. And the one thing I am going to say that I think might be a bit more controversial is I know EFL clubs want this because they've said today at the day, we normally record this on Wednesdays, uh, but due to me being back at work, I've had to record it on Tuesday. That's why I've had to drag Simon away from his beloved Call of Duty. Um, but I would rather, there you go, look, he's got his headphones ready, he looks stupid, but I'm joking. Uh, I'll probably look even worse when I've got mine on. Um, but yeah, like I said, they just disguise this by saying that what they will do if this gets voted through 
is they will give a £250 million payment straight away, upfront payment to the EFL, which will then distribute uh, distributed evenly um, throughout the EFL clubs, um, and plus a £100 million payment to the Football Association. So they will probably use that in grassroots football or whatever. And then going forward, 25% of Premier League annual rev revenue, which is currently 4%, would go to the EFL clubs. Now, why should Burnley agree to this like not only would the fact that Burnley will get screwed over by this new voting system or whatever but why should Burnley help Derby County why should Burnley be giving money to to not Nottingham Forest why should Burnley give money to to Blackburn Rovers because at the end of the day Derby County you're giving money to EFL clubs which yes you might stop a few buries from happening a few more buries from happening or another Macclesfield or another Accrington or whatever uh, but why but at the end of the day you're still giving money to the likes of Derby County, and it's the same amount of money, and the likes of Nottingham Forest, who, Nottingham Forest especially, are, are a bigger club with more history. And it's not our fault they're, they've been run shite for the past 15, 20 years. It's not our fault that we've been run fantastic up until this last transfer window for X amount of years to get us into the place that we are. So why should we sacrifice some of the money that we, we are eligible for and have made over the last few years to give to clubs like Nottingham Forest? It's just ludicrous. Exactly. The only thing that, if you if I owned Burnley Football Club, the only thing is I'd try and be long-sighted instead of short-sighted in the fact that we possibly, in the near future, maybe 10 years, maybe 20 years if we're really lucky, could be back in the EFL. And you're almost guaranteeing yourself an income without even having to, to do anything. So if, you, if you're looking at the long game, is that if we vote this in, is that showing our where we want to be? You know what I mean? And our, where we think we will be in the next 10 years. That'd be interesting debate if we see that Burnley have voted for it, for example, because that's been saying, oh, we've given up now, we might as well get relegated. But I don't know, it's it's one of them. I think... I agree, there's <sighs> nothing positive for me as a Burnley fan nothing, if no. we vote it. If we vote it, it's just, it's like you say, it'll be harder to... A lot of Burnley fans would like it. Some Burnley fans don't like the fact that we're good these days. Do you remember last season when we had that debate? Do you want to get? Do you want to qualify for Europe? Most Burnley fans said no. What the mm. fuck's all that about? But it's it's oh it's just stupid. I think it's one of them. But um, I've cut someone's hair who says this to me. He says, oh, "I used to love it in championship, winning every week, having a good buzz going away." And I'm like, I understand exactly what you're saying, but no, absolutely. Not. <laughs> it's one of them. You, you can see, you, yes, but if there was nothing to play for, like if you couldn't get promoted to the Premier League or whatever, or there was no next step, or it was just winning the championship and then you stay in the championship, yeah, it'd probably be a bit buzzing, but you'd never have that buzz again of, oh, we're going to win the championship and go up to the Premier League with the big boys. It'd just be a case of, like what I'm saying is, imagine if this league did make a break, form a breakaway league and all it was was a championship after that and then you couldn't do anything after that. You just won the championship yeah. and that were it. You're just basically winning a second tier competition. Yeah, you'll probably enjoy it at the time, but what else is there? Um... But I think the worrying thing is EFL clubs want it, but obviously they've got pound signs in their eyes, haven't they? Yeah. So we'll um, be interested to see what has happened with that. Let us know your comments, uh, your thoughts in the comments below. Um, next thing, obviously I've mentioned pitch sports earlier in the show. I um, want to talk about um, pitch sport again. Because every week I send a fan time video. There's my beautiful face, looking very angry as I always do. On the... all right, let me play it a bit. I'll let me play it and then pause it and see if I look any better. No, never mind. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's but every week I send a video asking you your opinion on something um, surrounding Burnley Football Club, and then I invite people to uh, put their comments in the um, well, the comment section, and to respond to it. 
Um, I was, as I said this week, as I said last week, sorry, this week's is, um, excuse me, have you see, have you changed your expectations uh, after our poor start to the season? Obviously, because of the issue with the video that Pitch had, me and Sam have already discussed this last week. We both said, yes, we've changed our expectations. Um, but Neil Layfield, friend of the show and regular watch-along um, uh, person, he's on the watch-along Watch along, he's on the watch along a lot. Um, he says, Not yet. I think it's an early blip this season. We had a similar string of results and performances in December. When everyone fit is uh, when everyone is fit again, we will click back into place. If we still haven't got a win by November, I will start to worry though. Um, what date are we on now? 13th, we're not that far off November, Neil. Uh, we're not that far off November. Uh, Chris is a he's a he's a big fan of the show, big fan of the show. Chris <laughs> Harris who also is a big fan of the show. Um, I wouldn't say I've changed my expectations, but I'm a, a lot less optimistic. Okay. I think that's, that, like, that's changing that, that means you've changed your expectations. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, FBL fair enough, fair Sorry, go on. No, I'm going to say I'm fair enough. You know, we're not ridiculing you for that. I just don't think you realise you have changed your expectations. Yeah. Totally agree. The good lad is Chris. Um, FPL Claret says, no, I always thought we struggled this season with the injury list, lack of confidence in youngsters and our classic transfer policy. I don't know what he means by that. Mm. Um, it's the lack of initiative that's always worried me and Nout, even put Nout, well, they put Nout, Nout's changed. I just put, nothing has changed, sir, is what I'd have wrote. Um, so, not, not yet. it's one of them. I think, I think most people have, apart from Neil, um, Chris says he hasn't, but I think I think he, deep down he knows he has. He just didn't want to say it. He was just adamant. Um, but Neil hasn't, and that's good to see. Neil strikes me as a person that is very positive, though, um, and would be positive in the um, sort of like at the end if we were just about to go down about no, oh, I think we can win every single game this season, lads. Which is a good thing. Neil will have a positive look on life, and he will be a happier person than me and you. I've ever been. Um, even if Burnley got relegated, he'd be like, oh, we're going to win league. And I'd be like, Neil, it's not happening. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, the next thing I want to discuss is the pay-per-view Premier League. Um, so basically, what's happened now is the Premier League have got a little bit pissed off at the fact that uh, their product their product is basically being shown around the country, not the world, uh, the country for free because the overseas broadcasting rights is the same. Every single game was on show um, overseas anyway. You could watch every single Premier League game in every single country apart from the UK. Um, with it, Obviously, you'd have to pay that subscriptions to stuff like Dazzan, Dazen, however you pronounce it, or Satanta in Ireland or whatever. Um, but now in England, obviously, you always needed Sky, so it's a similar sort of thing. You needed a subscription. Um but now every single game was on telly. It never used to be that case. Every single game is now on telly because the fans can't get to it. So you think that's fair enough. The fans can't get there. Put every single game on telly. So the, the Premier League have got pissed off at this. So what they've done is they've created a Premier League pay-per-view service. Uh, basically, five games every single week will be selected for your normal TV subscription packages. So basically your Sky Sports, your Amazon Prime, your BT, that sort of vibe. Five games will be on there every single week. The other five that are not selected will go on to Premier League pay-per-view. Now, I th I th I've probably done that the wrong way around when I say the other five that are not selected. I think the Premier League will get first say. Because everyone's been saying, oh, well, Burnley are never on telly, so we're going to have to pay every single week. No, I think what's going to happen is Burnley will be on telly every single week now on your skies. 
and your Man United, Man United. City. Yeah, exactly. People are going to want yeah, them yeah, to play for Man United, I think. But no one's looked at it that way yet, which I think is very surprising. So I think it, in the long term, I'm not saying I agree with it in the slightest. I am going to condemn it, obviously. But in the long term, if you have Sky or BT, like I do, Simon does, you're going to benefit from this because Burnley will be on TV pretty much every single week while we can't get to the ground. Um, when we can get to the ground, you can go on the game anyway. Um but it's obviously a disgrace. The Premier League are just, again, money-grabbing. Uh, but what's annoyed me with this one is, as I said earlier, 19 clubs have voted for this. That includes Burnley. So Burnley's board have sat there and gone, yep, yeah, I, I, I agree with this. Now, I don't know what the distribution of money is with this. Is It, it won't be 50-50, I would presume. It would, I don't know, it might be, I don't know. But I think maybe, I could understand why Burnley have they are obviously getting annoyed at the loss of match day revenue, which you can understand. But again, they're making millions every single week. They've got 40 million in the bank. You would think that Burnley would... We're basically, we're a working-class town full of working-class people. I don't want to go full League of Gentlemen on everybody, but you would think that the club would think about its fan base and it, and, it, and its community before thinking about money, which is what I'm a bit disappointed about. But what are your thoughts, Simon? Not just on Burnley. So, but on the so, pay-per-view thing itself. So my opinion of it is, 12 months ago, I, I read about this potential starting for this season anyway, the pay-per-view. It was, all, it was in the pipeline. And I'm massively for it. I believe that, like the NBA do it with TV. and you Yeah, I, I want a pay-per-view subscription service. I just don't want to pay £15 per fucking game. I think you should be able to get a season ticket or a season pass, as they call it, on 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 digital. I 100% think that. And I also think that the club should be able to sell them directly. So you get your home season ticket done, but you can also pay an extra 150 quid for the season and get every away game. That's the way I've always said it should be. But you're on your away game, you get it on TV. So you get a code because that is a possibility because I know players when they get in, yeah, it is. They, it is. they get a login and you do as the media, you get a login, you can watch the game even in your wherever. Yeah. So... That is possible. So I think you should be able to buy a season ticket. If you're seeing tickets four hundred quid like it is at Burnley, buy it there, but you pay five fifty, which is which or half the price, like two hundred even. And so you get all the away games, right? Which sounds like a lot of money. And I, I haven't worked it out. So if if that works out twenty quid, I'm still saying twenty quid is a joke. But what my point is, is you are as a Premier League saying that we should cap our away tickets at thirty quid, but I've heard they're bringing that down to twenty quid with the new rules that they want to bring in. The new um, Super Premier League thing. Yeah. They they want to cap away games at twenty quid a ticket. So I always ask my staff at my work, is that worth the money that you're charging? And if it is, charge for it. Charge higher. If you met the experience better and charge higher, that's the way we look at it. Right? Are you telling me that twenty quid to sit in my living room and watch the TV is with the same value as being on that experience and being live in person as a twenty quid value that they are themselves saying is worth twenty pounds? For mm. me. That you can't do that. You can't say, yeah, you can come on the t- game for 20 quid or you can watch it at home for 20 quid because it's not the same experience. No, I so agree with that. I don't understand value of it. No, I agree with that. I, if, yeah, that, that obviously, if, if away tickets are 20 quid, but this new, excuse me, these beers are very gassy, um, pay per view service, <laughs> and he stopped drinking when I'm doing podcasts. But this new pay per view service is 15 quid. It even, it's not even a fiver more. It's the away days are what make football away days with your mates, you know, your parents, the people that you go on football with, meeting your friends, whatever. That's what makes football that like these sort of days. So, are you telling me going to Old Trafford and seeing Burnley win 2 0 at Old Trafford is five pounds more 
sort of five pound more of an experience in watching it in your front room. So no, I agree with that. I think I, I don't mind the fact that it, they're going to do a, prescri- a prescription yeah. subscription service. 100% I don't mind that. that. The way, way that they've done it is just fifteen pound a game. So. I think someone, I mean, like I said before, I'm in like a, a big WhatsApp group of Burnley fans. I, someone put in the group this week that if you wanted to watch every single Burnley game on TV, um, so that includes Sky, BT, Amazon, um, and then you had to pay for 50% of the games through this subscription service, it would cost you over 700 quid just to watch every single game. Which I just found is fucking ludicrous because that's not even going on the well, games. How many away games is it? Nineteen. Nineteen, yeah, it's nineteen or nineteen. About 15 is two two hundred and eighty-five quid to sit in your living room and watch the away games on top of your season ticket, on top of your yeah. subscriptions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I just think no, nah, that, that, that the subscriptions are your subscriptions are sky at 35, 40 a month as well. Like I said, they should say if you want to watch your club, watch every away game. It's an extra hundred quid if you have a season ticket, something like that, and that hundred quid goes straight to the Premier League. Yeah, I don't know what the exact. Again, I say this a lot, but I start every point by saying, "Well, I don't know." Um, but if I just quickly get it up on Discord, uh, someone did say to me uh, this week on there. Um, no, I can't see it at the minute, but I think someone's. As I saw it on a few few different points in America, for example. I think you pay. Ten pound, well, ten dollars a month or fifteen dollars a month, and you get every single Premier League game, you get every single NBA game, every single NFL game, every single ML, MLB game, NHL, La Liga, bloody Bundesliga, Portuguese league, league earned. You know, you got all of them for fifteen dollars a month, whatever it is. The, the point of it is, it's a damn sight less than what it would be over here. Why, why are we getting screwed when we we are the main? the main fan bases of these teams. You've seen how shit football is at the minute when you're watching it on telly without the fans there. It's dreadful. They all, that's what, I'm glad that I do the watch-alongs now because half of the time I'm not watching the game. I'm sort of like engaging with, with you, the, the people on the watch-along, engaging with people in the comments. When you just sit there and watch a game now, it's nowhere near as good. And that's why they've put the fake crowd noise on because they know it sounds shit. So and why do you why think are we, the main fans, being screwed over when you need us in the stadium? And why do you think that broadcasters or every single game are saying this would have been a great game? Let's get these fans back straight away. You think that they would be saying we've got the rights to this? Fuck it, let's, let's not have fans back because everyone needs to come via us. They even yeah. they need it back. They even admit oh. they need it back. So that's my point. Why why are we the main the main fan bases of all of these clubs? being screwed over the most, but yet people in America and Canada and India and Australia, they get everything for practically peanuts compared to us. Well, if you actually look at, back at the thing, I know we, we mentioned it earlier and I'm going, going back to it slightly, but it did say on there, did you notice how they emotionally blackmailed us with it? If this vote comes in, we'll introduce safe standing back into the Premier League, even though we've been asking for it for no, 20, it. 10 years, but they've said that we're, we'll look at introducing... Thing is, so basically, if you vote this in, we'll give you something back for it. It's it's pathetic, mate. I don't know why we're getting screwed over, but there's emotional blackmail and all sorts of shit coming into it. It's one of them, innit? I, will you be paying the 15 quid? Yeah, absolutely. And it fucks me up. Yeah, see, that's very <laughs> much the problem because me and you both hate it. Me and you are both against it, but I want to watch Burley play West Ham. Exactly. Uh, West Ham, West Brom. So, for 15 quid, I'm buying a fucking Bovril. I'm going to get my iPad. I'm going to pay for the service. I'm going to drive down to fucking car park outside Hawthorns. I'm going to sit there and watch it and listen for someone shouting 
on pitch. On pitch. Um, it's one of them. If I'm, I'm going to say I, I will probably pay for it only because we are doing the watch-along and I want us to do the watch-along. Um, I agree with him, by the way. He's tight as cramp. He won't fucking pay for it otherwise. But no, the, 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 I, this is why I'm going to pay for it. But I've got a, a perfectly legal streaming service. It's not. It's it's illegal. Um, but we won't say that out loud. It's a perfectly legal streaming service. And I think if it wasn't for the watch-along, I would 100% not pay for it and I would just watch it on the watch-along. However, because of the watch-along... I'm going to pay for it just so we can have the good stream. However, again, there's ways there'll be, there'll be ways and means. There'll I'm be ways. Say I'm watching it on my perfectly legal box unless I can invoice uh, costs. Um, I don't think you can. <laughs> uh, I don't think you can. Depends, on, can many stars. Depends on many stars. In. Depends on many stars we get. You think we might get more stars now because people will oh. need updating on the score. Um, but um, a lot of people, and I hope a lot of other people, because if I was in a position to not pay it. Because of the watch along, because I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't pay. It. What I was going to say is, I would watch it on the IPTV, hundred percent, which isn't money going to the Premier League. But if the IPTV was, you know, where me and you could watch it in sync, for example, and Johnny and whoever else on the watch along, Neil Kawilter, if we could all watch it in sync by watching it on an IPTV service, then of course I would. I don't even know if I'm even allowed to say this out loud, but I'm saying it anyway. Um, so it's one of them, like. I wouldn't be paying for it if I didn't have the watch along, and I hope a lot of other fans don't pay for it. And if you don't want to pay £15 or £14.95, whatever it was, Turfcast Watch Along is free at the time of the game. So come along to the Turfcast Podcast Watch Along. You can watch us watch the game. I won't turn the camera around and show the game, obviously, because then I'll probably go to jail. But you can watch us watch the game for free. It doesn't have to be free, though. You can set us some stars if you want, but it's one of them. I hope people don't pay for it. I hope it falls on its arse, but they will make a lot more money doing this than what they were before, put it that way. Yep. And that's why it's coming, and that's why it will stay in. Um, moving on, though, speaking of Burnley-West Brom, before we do speak of Burnley-West Brom, let us know your thoughts in the comments, whether you're watching on YouTube. I was going to say Podbean, then. If you're listening on, on a podcast um, service, send us your thoughts on both the topics that we've discussed. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, let us know your thoughts. And if you're watching on the Facebook Live stream premiere thing on Friday night. Let us know your thoughts and comments in there as well. But moving on, uh, West Brom Burnley. It's good to have a game to preview again, uh, but this game has suddenly become massive. Yeah, it's a big, big point. It's six points in it. And you know, like when you're doing well in the Premier League, and there has been seasons we've started better than this, obviously. And then you're looking and you're going, oh, this is a six-pointer. And I sit there with my beer thinking, fucking hell, I'm glad we're not in that position. And this year we are. They're going to mention it on TV, on, on the £15 streaming service. And they're going well, to say, oh, oh, you're perfectly legal streaming service. And they're going to say, this is a big six-pointer. And they're right, mate. This is a huge game. But for me, these are the teams that, before the start of the season, before any of the shit that's gone on, these are the teams that you pick points up off if you need to stay in the Premier League. 100%. And if if we go into this game and do not come out of it with three points, one point minimum. If, if we get beat in this game, I would, I'll resign myself. I'm not going to be one of them people that go, we're already down. There's people responding to comments and stuff on Turfcast already saying, I think we're already down, lads. You're not already down at this stage of the season. You are never already down at this stage of the season. But if we get beat against West Brom, I will resign myself to probably going down at the end of the season. I'll never sit there and say we are already down because we're not. 
But if we get if we can't if we get beat against West Brom, what the fuck can we do? I mean, and this, I, I mean this... no disrespect to any West Brom fans, but we need to beat West Brom. We have to be beating teams like West Brom. We have to beat them, and we've got the eleven all but back now, so that we need to start seeing a performance because there's always going to be at one point somebody injured. So if we can't cut with just one or two out, like there is going to be by this game, then then I'd be worried. It's um, six or seven at the beginning is a different story. Though. Yeah, that's obviously different, but it's one of them though, isn't it? It's shows the lack of depth at the minute. And I know this time last year and a season and a half ago, we we're talking about how good the depth is now. And all of a sudden, it's not all of a sudden. It's happened slowly over time, to be fair. But now there is no depth whatsoever. A few injuries, and we're losing every single week. Yeah, it's, 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 it's worrying. It's, it just shows the shite transfer policy. Um, there will be a uh, pre-game show, and we will be streaming it either Sunday night or the day of the game. But with it, kick kickoffs at R5, and that, that pisses me off. People who are working, people people who work, they finish at 5 o'clock, they're going to be rushing to get home. It's stupid. Like, why put a game on to get home anyway. Why put a game? Why put a game on at half five when some people, for example, if, if I were at work and I finished at five, and I still worked in Leeds and not from my kitchen, then there's no way I'd be home in time for kickoff. No chance. Yeah. And there's going to be other people. I think Neil, friend of the podcast, Neil Layfield. I think he's going to struggle to get home. He might not do. You, for example, I know you only work in Burnley Town Centre, but if the traffic were bad, you'd struggle to get home from Burnley Town Centre for half five. It's yeah. a stupid type of kickoff, and it, again, it just shows that they're only only giving shit about themselves. And that's the broadcasters this time. Um, but the game, the pre-game show will be on Sunday night or Monday lunchtime. It will be hopefully live. I haven't got in touch with a West Brom fan yet. Simon's itching to get on to uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Um, I'll get on it as well soon. But I think the little boy and the missus are still in the front room. So I might have to wait a few, uh, about an hour or so. So hopefully I'll see you on there, Simon. Thank you for listening slash watching. Please follow us on all the social media channels. It's Turfcast Podcast on everything. So your Twitters, your Facebooks, your Instagrams. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. We're only a few comment, a few subscribers away now uh, from 150. I think we got a couple after last week. I can see Simon already doing stuff on Call of Duty. So I'll end it here. Um, thanks for watching, and we will see you for the pre-game show on Sunday or Monday. See you in a bit. Bye. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.